This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome back Shannon Popkin. Shannon loves to invite women to drink deeply of God's story and live like it's true. She's written books including Comparison Girl and Control Girl, and she hosts the Live Like It's True podcast. Shannon has been featured on Family Life Today, Revive Our Hearts, and Proverbs 31. She's married to Ken, and together they have the joy of watching their three young adult kids become the amazing people God has created them to be. And I'm just glad to have you back on the podcast. Shannon, welcome. It's so great to be here. Thanks, Champ. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you here as well. What passage do you have for us today? And given the week that it is, what passage related to Christmas do you have for us today? Yes, let's look at just a little snippet of the Christmas story from Luke 137. Our verse is, for nothing will be impossible with God. So not only is this one verse, and it's a Christmas verse, it's a very short Christmas verse. So (laughs) I know you have a lot to say to unpack this. So why don't we just dive in there? How would you put this verse in your own words? Well, I'd say lots of things are impossible in the world. But with God, everything changes. With God, nothing is impossible. Why don't you set this verse in its context, and then we can hear more of the story of this verse. Right. So this verse is right at the beginning when we're just learning that Jesus is coming. So there's an angel who stands in God's presence, and he has been sent as a messenger to a young girl named Mary. And he tells her, you're going to have a baby. Um, And so this is like, right in the middle of like, they've, they've had 400 years where they have heard nothing from God. Mm. So in, in the middle of a lot of silence. Um, and so after all of this time, the angel shows up and says, you're going to have a baby. Um, and Mary is like, what, who me, (laughs) right? How how am I going to have this? Well, and it's not just any baby. This is going to be God's son. This is the the one they've been waiting for. This is the promised one. It's the Messiah. And she's like, who me? Um, She's never even been married, you know, and she's never had a baby. How in the world is she going to be the one to be the mom of God's son? And then the angel tells her, well, nothing is impossible with God. So Shannon, if you were explaining this verse to a 10 year old, how would you explain it to them? Right. Well, I mean, every 10 year old knows that there are things that are impossible in the world, right? Mm -hmm. For instance, like bread doesn't fall from the sky. We know that, right? And there's no such thing as a day that goes on for more than 24 hours. And people can't jump into a fireplace and not get burned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And fish don't have money in their mouths. And people don't raise up from the dead. And yet, in this story of God, the Bible, all of those things are true stories. Hmm. All of those things that I just listed, you can turn to a page in the Bible and we see that, yes, this is something that's impossible. And yet it happens in the Bible. And, um, and so in the Bible also, we, we find that not only do impossible things happen to people, 
but God invites them to be part of the story, you know? So he invites them to do things that seem impossible to them. For instance, like Moses got to lead a whole group of people who were enslaved by a bad King. He got to lead them out of slavery and Esther, God gave her favor with the King. And so then Haman was killed. This bad guy was killed instead of all of her people. So, so like God puts people in, in, in situations that seem impossible to them for Mary, it felt impossible to be the mom of God's son, but nothing is impossible with God. And, you know, um, just before this verse that we're talking about, where the angel says to Mary, nothing is impossible. He just told her, that her cousin Elizabeth is going to have a baby too. <laughs> and Elizabeth also would have said, wait, that's, that's impossible. Cause Elizabeth was an older lady. I mean, she was like a grandma age hmm. and for her, it was much too late to have a baby. And for Mary, it was much too early to have a baby, hmm. but with God, nothing is impossible. And I think, you know, we just have to hold on to that when God asks us to do something that seems impossible. Well, it might feel impossible, but with God's story that's unfolding, nothing is impossible. Yeah, that's so good. So how has this affected you personally on a heart level? You know, Mary was given a role that seemed impossible to her, right? And sometimes I think God does give us these assignments that seem impossible. Like it feels like we're too young to do something important or we're too old and time has run out, right? And in one way that I remember that God can do the impossible is I keep praying, right? I keep praying, even though um, maybe I feel too young or I feel too old. Like this is a story about babies being born. And the Bible tells us that when we turn to God, we're being born again, right? Mm. That, that moment that we turn to God and give him our lives, we're being born again. And sometimes when a long time goes by, it feels impossible for somebody to be born again. You know, when they're getting to be an older person, um, it, it feels like, man, to keep praying that they would become born again as an older person, or maybe for someone who's really young, we're like, it seems impossible. Like this kid, they don't even understand anything about God. <laughs> so, so on the timeline, it, sometimes it feels impossible for someone to turn their heart to God. And I have a story where as a little girl, every night, my family would pray for my uncle Kenny. And my uncle Kenny did not love God and his life didn't um, reflect any sort of love for God. He was just kind of living a sinful life and enjoying his sin. So it just kind of seemed impossible that my uncle would ever come to God. But still, I prayed every night, prayed over and over and over, Lord Jesus, please help uncle Kenny turn to you. And at the age of 17, I was still praying for my uncle. And one day I stopped over at my aunt's house and, um, to pick something up and she happened to leave. And so I was at, at my aunt's house with my uncle, Kenny, her brother, and it was just the two of us, which like kind of never happened. I was never just like alone with my uncle Kenny. And I just said, you know, God, I feel like you want me to talk to my uncle Kenny about you. And I said to my uncle, like, you know, uncle Kenny, it, I want for you to love God. And it feels like, you know, it's been a really long time of you rejecting God with your whole life. And I worry that if you keep rejecting him and you get to the end of your life and you've never turned to him, it's going to be too late. And I said, you know, Jesus made a way for you to come back to God. 
Jesus on the cross, he died for you to pay the price for your sins. And I just want for you to turn back to the Lord. And I remember that my uncle, he just put his head down in his hands for a really long time. He was quiet and he didn't say anything. And then he, he raised his head up and that whole time I was just praying, praying, praying. And he raised his head up and, and he said, you know, darling, I think I'm just going to have to keep going the way that I know to do with my life. That just seems like too much. Hmm. And I was so disappointed. And I said, well, I'm going to keep praying for you, uncle Kenny. And about two weeks later, my uncle called my mom and he said, you know, I had this conversation with Shannon and I can't stop thinking about what she said about Jesus dying on the cross and me being forgiven of my sin. And, you know, this life after death story. And he mm-hmm. said, I prayed to God and I told him like, I want to be forgiven and I want to come back to him. And he goes, you know, I haven't heard any voices in my head or anything, but I, you know, I mean, like, is, did it happen? <laughs> you know? And right. my mom said, yes, you don't have to hear any voices in your head. And I mean, we just rejoiced at God getting hold of my uncle after it felt like too late. So again, I feel like God does put us in, in impossible situations that are taking too long, mm-hmm. right? Or um, it feels too early or too late, but I think God wants us to remember that with him, nothing is impossible. Shannon, thank you for this amazing reminder that with God, nothing is impossible. And that I hope is an encouragement for those who are facing challenges today, for those who are having to wait for the Lord to work and do the impossible in his time, and for those who have lost hope, even for those that they love. So (laughs) thanks for this reminder from Luke 137. Would you just take a moment and close our time in prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you are the God of the impossible and that we can put our hope in you. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.